those type of things just really helped me lock in more than ever. It really doesn't matter, but uh, I've been as locked in as I've ever been in my career. Good morning, locksmiths. Good afternoon, good night, good evening, wherever you're at. If you're in Guam, I don't care. We're, we're locked in. We're locked in every single day, every night, every morning, every afternoon, and we are incredibly glad to have you along. We are we're, we're going through the draft. We're, it's officially draft week, Monday of the draft, and we're talking NFL. I, I, it just feels like just yesterday I was talking about the NFL being dead. We're back. It's alive. It's peaking its ugly head. Once again, so we got a big episode today. Um, we got a lot of your guys' questions for the new episode for the pod here. So super excited to kind of jump into things. And, and I don't really even know where to kind of kick things off. Spaz, what, what should we do here first? We got a lot to dive into. We do got a lot. And I just wanted to say I appreciate all the support on the hotline. We got way too many calls. We got about 20 of them. We haven't even listened to them, but we're going to play <laughs> time uh, in the episode. But we really appreciate all the feedback. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck it. Should we just should we just say, you know, fuck it and, and just go with the questions first off? Just start this thing out strong. Yeah, might, might as well. Hey, keep in mind we haven't even screened any of these, but <laughs> fuck it. This is this guy didn't leave his name. So for future reference, leave your name and where you're from. A lot of these area codes seem like Florida area codes, but here we go. Uh hey guys, yeah, excited about the pod. Uh just wondering uh what y'all think about uh the Jags second first round pick which uh, they got from the Rams. That's pick number 25. So obviously they're going to take Trevor Lawrence with the first pick, but uh, where do you see them going for the second one? All right. Uh, yeah. Excited to hear your answer. Thanks. Perfect. Perfect. So, I mean, do you want to kick it off? And that was quite the assumption that Trevor Lawrence going first overall. I haven't heard anything about this. Have you? No, I don't even know who Trevor Lawrence is. <laughs> no, obviously Trevor Lawrence is going first. And to be completely honest, I mean, I'm not going to act like I know everything about the later part of the draft here. Uh, I mean, just kind of knowing with what the Jags need. I, I mean, I would imagine they need something, some some help with uh, their offense, right? I mean, they probably need uh, a wide receiver. I know they got D is D.D. Westbrook still even on that team. I haven't heard his name in forever, but if he's not, they probably need some help in in that uh, in that area. But what do you think? I don't know with a wild card like Urban Meyer. Um... I would assume they need an offensive weapon. I really like Rashad Bateman. I think he would be a good fit, especially with Trevor Lawrence. But I'm not exactly sure. You know, Urban Meyer is kind of a wild card. He knows the ins and outs of college. But Rashad Bateman is a very versatile weapon, and he's got that height and weight that you would like to see from a receiver. So I think he would be a good fit if he even can follow that weight. Yeah, no, and I think that's actually a good point, too. I mean, I think just with this year's draft, there's a lot to – there's just a lot up in the air. And I just had to pull up um, just some of, some of, the, uh, some of the, um, the mock drafts and stuff. And a lot of people are saying defense for defensive linemen for the Jags, that second pick, they're going with a – another guy's going with a wide receiver. But, again, I, just, again, knowing the Jaguars for as little as I do – not a huge fan of the team. They are going to win the Super Bowl within the next three years, if you guys remember that. But I would say go with the wide receiver. Fuck the defense. You guys already have a decent defense. Uh, not great, but definitely decent. And, again, just looking at this wide receiver class, I, I think it's a good time to go for it. I mean, obviously, Devontae Smith's going to be long gone. Jamar, Jalen Wall, all the big guys are going to be long gone. But there's still a lot of guys out there. 
And even to kind of go on to that, and I don't want to spoil it quite yet, but I have a sleeper, could be the greatest sleeper of all time at the wide receiver spot, but I'm going to jump into that in a little bit. What else do we got for questions? Hopefully that answered your question. Yeah, let's go to another one. And by the way, the Jacksonville Jaguars got that pick from the Jalen Ramsey trade uh, yep. from the Rams. So it's a nice little bonus pick. But here we go. This is another uh, similar area code. I did look it up. It's a four to one. Here we go. Hey, what's up, Whipple and Staz? Long time locksmith, first time caller. Uh, I got a couple questions for y'all boys. Um, first of all, do we think Jamar Chase is going to go top six? He's sitting at, I believe, Ooh. minus 250 odds. Um, lots of questions there. I'm kind of leaning towards yes, but I don't know. Second question, if Kyle Pitts is left on the board for the Dolphins pick at number six, can the Dolphins pass on this guy? What do y'all think? Final question. This is coming from a fantasy football perspective, Dynasty League. Can we trust Can we trust a Jets quarterback? Would you take Zach Wilson with a top Dynasty rookie pick? Let me know y'all's thoughts. Thanks. Okay, let's break these down. So the first yeah, question. Yeah, great questions. Jamar question. Jamar Chase, excuse me, is gonna is he gonna be a top six pick? It's currently minus two fifty on Bovada. I say for sure, yes. He's by far the best wide receiver in this class. There's no way he falls below six. I think that's a guaranteed lock. Yeah, and I think this is gonna be some good uh, some good banty here because I'm saying absolutely the fuck not. This guy is dropping out of the top six. He is not gonna be the, even the first wide receiver to go. I like Devontae Smith. I like Devontae Smith ten times what I do Jamar Chase. Um, and I, I think just going to his second question before we jump into that a little bit, you know, Kyle Pitts, if he does fall, you know, again, and it was Kyle Pitts, right? That was his question. He said yeah. Kyle Pitts. Yeah. So uh, Kyle Pitts, I don't think he's going to fall. I think he's top five for sure. I don't think he'll fall to the to the Dolphins. But regardless, if he does fall, obviously he's going to go before Jamar Chase. But no chance Jamar Chase goes ahead of Devontae Smith. Lock that one in from my point of view. Obviously, Spaz coming in on the other side of it but i don't know i mean i wonder what the uh what the other end of that bet is what are the uh the, the odds for the outside of the sixth sixth pick so I, I don't know but what was that and i forgot the third question the third question was what do you think about a jets quarterback he has a fantasy dynasty league and he wants to know if you can even trust a jets quarterback no matter who they have because you know the jets is just so dysfunctional yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, while we're actually personal friends with a really good Jets fan, Jets fan, shout out, Mark, if you're listening. And I, I, I don't know. I mean, this is a really interesting one. There's one of two ways this thing is going to go. And obviously they're going to take Zach Wilson. I have a rant that I'm going to go on here about Zach Wilson here in a little bit. I think they should go fields, but they're going to go Wilson. So we have to assume that it's going to be Zach Wilson right now. So is Zach Wilson going to fit well on that team? I personally don't think he is. I think this kid, you know, there's a lot of reports out, out there that say he's this entitled white kid, never really gone through diversity, you know, never really even had a, a messy situation to go through. Well, he's going to the fucking Jets right now. So if that is the case, which it is looking like Zach Wilson is going to the Jets, I say avoid him. If they some for whatever godforsaken reason, go after Justin Fields. I love that. Again, bad offensive line, not a ton of weapons there. It gives kind of Justin Fields a little bit of room to roll. And Zach Wilson, I think, just gets his ass handed to him. But what about you? What do you think? 
No, we're talking about a team that is so dysfunctional. It might be the most dysfunctional football team. At least the Cleveland Browns tearing themselves around. But the Jets are going to jet. When's the last time they drafted a good quarterback? Mark Sanchez? Geno Smith didn't work. <laughs> Chad Pennington didn't work. I'm pretty sure they drafted Kellen Clements. Jets have a track record of a disastrous draft history. And it's just insane. They're not going to draft a good quarterback. Even let's say they draft Zach Wilson. And this guy happens to be the best quarterback of the class how are they going to let him develop adam gase is out of there they don't have a secure head coach that has a history of transforming college quarterbacks i don't think you should even have a jets quarterback in your fantasy team i don't care if it's a dynasty draft take anyone besides the jets quarterback i don't care if the jets get patrick Mahomes, except for max jones except for max jones but totally agree and Honestly, it brings us to the point, too, of Sam Darnold. I mean, I, I, I love Sam Darnold. Watching that kid play at USC, I still love him. I still think he's a great quarterback. He just has nowhere to go with the ball. And it's just so frustrating to watch that guy work his ass off every single week. And I'm probably going to get shit on for this, but I, I like Sam Darnold still as a quarterback. And we just look at this guy, and he looks like an absolute bum in New York. I actually think he's going to do pretty well in Carolina, but we're going to see about that. But, yeah, great questions. A lot of good, uh, a lot of good things to keep an eye on there. But again, I would stay away. I think we both would stay away from the Jets quarterback. You know, assuming it's Zach Wilson, which it's more than likely going to be. I personally think Jamar Chase is going to be falling out of that top six. You said he's going to stay in. And then, I what was your take on the the Kyle Pitts if he does fall to the Dolphins? They got to take him, right? Fall. You can't pass up on a talent like that. That's a once in a generation tight end. I think he is better than Tony Gonzalez. I think he's going to be better than Gronk. I'm not saying that Kyle Pitts is going to catch a football, excuse me, catch a football <laughs> 600 meters in the air from a helicopter. But Kyle Pitts is one of those once-in-a-generation talents you can't pass up on. There's no way he falls to six for the Dolphins. I see the Bengals taking him at five or the Atlanta Falcons taking him at four. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. What else What else do we have for questions? Uh, we got a lot of them. I'm going to play one more for now. We got way too many. Like I said, I really appreciate you guys reaching out. But uh, here's another one. I'm not sure the area code, but here it is. Yo. Harley Prince of the South, you know, um, I'm a big fan and uh, I'm just calling and I'm wondering, um, what do you guys, where do you guys see the Eagles going this, this year in the draft? Like uh, what position do you see them trading? There's a lot of talks about Zach Ertz being moved to trade up again. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's how all right <laughs> uh, that's great insight. question i mean yeah and, and so hold, let, let me jump in here real quick before because i know you're the, obviously the eagles fan and you're gonna know way more than i am and so I'm, I'm just gonna throw this theory out there okay and i've been doing a lot of researching on this and i'm gonna tell you what i think is gonna happen here so the eagles they are sitting at well, what pick do they have they have the they're at 12 they traded from six down to yeah, 12. 12 so they they have the 12th pick so what they're gonna do is and again i've been doing a lot of research on this they're going to trade their 12th pick to the indianapolis colts for carson Wentz. (laughs) okay so they're going to get carson Wentz back and they're going to grab the colts first round pick at 21 and then at 21 they're going to go after one of those wide receivers left on the board so again we're going to see the colts jump (laughs) we're going to see the eagles jump back in with carson Wentz and then take a wide receiver at 21 what about you what do you think 
No, it actually came out today from a Philadelphia Eagles insider that they are targeting Jalen Waddle. No surprise there because, you know, Devontae Smith isn't going to fall. Side note, if Jalen Waddle never got hurt this season, he would have easily been the Heisman winner over Devontae Smith. It's just that next man, next man uh, mentality with Nick Saban. But a lot of people are saying, you know, J.C. Horn, the cornerback, could fall to the Eagles. But for sure, Jalen Waddle, I like his idea of Zach Ertz being in a trade package to move back up. But if that was the case, why would you trade down from six originally? It's going to be hard to find one of those guys. You know, the Giants and Cowboys are at 11 and 10 respectively. And with those division rivals, they're not going to want to give you their draft pick, especially how the Eagles did Dallas in Dallas a few years ago when we took Dallas Goddard in the draft, one above them when we traded up to take him. So uh, unless the Panthers or Broncos were needing someone like Zach Ertz, I don't see us trading him for a first round. I would like to see Zachers traded uh, on draft night or the draft weekend, but definitely Jalen Waddle right there. Yeah, I, I could honestly see that. I've actually, as a Lions fan, I've actually been seeing a lot of people saying that the Lions want Jalen Waddle. I don't think it's going to happen just because obviously he's got a little bit of question marks with the injuries, but as a Lions fan, that's who we love. We love the guys that are injured, the guys who probably are going to bust. They got a higher bust chance and they're going to be uh, a boom. So who knows? Lions could take this guy before the Eagles get a, get the chance to. But um, I think we should do one more question. I, I'm loving these questions so far. I think we should do one more if we have it. Okay. Uh, and then after this, you're going to have to answer who you think the best um, wide receiver of the draft is. But this is a Cali code. Okay, here we go. What's up, Spaz? What's up, Whipple? Huge fan of the Bad Beats podcast. Love the This guy's faded. <laughs> plenty of money. I've won more than I've lost from y'all's uh, takes. And Let's go. This guy's faded, huh? Quick question for you. I don't want to waste y'all time. Huge fan. Got to remind for uh, y'all and the fans. But, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think Jockstrap is uh, smaller, Cam Newton or Matt Prater? <laughs> Who, wait, what's the uh, question? <laughs> random question, but I'm just wondering. Like, he said, this guy's faded out of his mind. Shout out, Cal. This guy's done. <laughs> he, he wants to know who's Jockstrap. <laughs> Jockstrap is smaller, <laughs> Cam Newton or Matt Prater? You know, I love these type of questions. You don't have to you know, keep it. I mean, it is sports related. You don't have to keep it serious. Yeah, fuck it. We're having a good time. I would say Matt Prater's jock uh, strap is smaller for uh, racial bias reasons. <laughs> yeah, and this is – so I actually got a theory on this one. So I'm actually going to go with Cam Newton just because with Matt Prater being a kicker, I don't think he wears a jock strap. I mean, have we ever seen – a kicker with a cup or anything like that. I think the guy just goes full on commando. That's why he's kicking 60 yard bombs. So, you know, in the, in the philosophical sense, I'm going to have to go Cam Newton because Matt Prater doesn't have one. So just okay. a theory, but no, no way to confirm that, but I love the questions. These are fucking awesome. We're going to have to do these every week. Hopefully you guys are enjoying the answers. So, uh, but to go to your question, Spaz on some of the best wide receivers of the draft, Again, I think this is a loaded class. I think this is one of the best classes of wide receivers. It's a sneaky class, too. I mean, we, we've seen a lot of times where, you know, the, the number one pick, number two pick is going to be a wide receiver. Obviously, that's not going to be the case, but we have a lot of depth when it comes to the wide receiver. Oh, shit. My phone just fell over. And 
Um, obviously, again, I, I think Devontae Smith is the number one guy. I take him over Jamar Chase. And obviously, Jamar Chase at two. Again, these are these are all top 10 guys. I would even say Jalen Waddle can be a top 10 guy. Going to what you were saying, if this guy stayed healthy and if he played the whole year at, at Alabama, he's easily the Heisman winner. I mean, Alabama had just a ton of weapons, but those are obviously the top three. They're kind of in you know the tier one of wide receivers. But in the tier two, you know, there's still a lot of great receivers. We have, you know, Rondell Moore. We have Rashad Bateman. There's just, again, you know, looking at this list of wide receivers, there's just a ton here. And then, again, I, I'm going to talk about my sleeper here in a little bit. He's projected fifth round, but Anthony Schwartz, the guy from Auburn, the fastest 40 time in the entire draft. And, and no, one's, no one's picking up on this guy yet. I don't really know how because, again, fastest 40-yard 40 40 yard time. I don't care if you have bricks for hands. If you're beating the defensive back right out the gate, again, on man coverage, you're gone. That's all it takes. And so I, I like a guy like Anthony Schwartz, but again, great wide receiver class. What about you? I mean, is what are your uh, favorite wide receivers on this one? I agree uh, most with what you're saying. Another second tier guy a lot of people are sleeping on is Kadarius Tony, the senior out of Florida. Kyle Trask used him as much as he used Kyle Pitts damn near. He's kind of a go-to weapon. He's not as quick as uh, some of the guys you mentioned, but he makes up for it with his wingspan, arm, and hand size. This guy reminds me a lot of Jerry Judy. I think this guy could be a real threat. But overall, I think Jamar Chase is the best wide receiver in this class. I think this is a very heavy offensive-minded uh, class. I really like this class. Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle, those two in the NFL are going to be fun to watch because they're damn near the same person. Everything that Alabama had for them, either one of them could have went off. Like you said, if Jalen Waddle wasn't hurt, it would have been his year, but these two guys in the NFL, it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be fun to see who puts up the bigger numbers. Yep, absolutely. So let me kind of shift it over then, and let's talk a little bit about the quarterbacks. The quarterbacks seem to be the, the talk of the town right now, and I got a rant. So before we really jump into it, before I kind of tell you who I think are the best quarterbacks of this year's draft, I'm just going to say it. If you're watching the video, look at this guy. Mr. Macaroni Jones, I fucking hate this guy. I think this guy is the bust of the century. There's no way, first of all, there's no way he's going at three. This is all a ploy. And they even said the scouting department said they don't want him. But Kyle Shanahan said that he wants him. If the scouting department doesn't want a guy, you don't fucking take the guy. The scouting department is the one who's watching all this tape. They understand what's going on. And not only that, but again, he's an Alabama quarterback. Alabama quarterbacks, just they do terrible. They, they're not good quarterbacks. I just had a list pulled up here. I don't know what happened to it, but I have to read this to you because, you know, tell me some of these names. If you can name five of these names, then I'm going to be stunned because here are the last starting quarterbacks for Alabama. So obviously we have Mac Jones. We have Tua, who is still pretty unproven. And then Jalen Hurts, which I would still say is unproven. But then after Hurts, it just drops off a cliff. I mean, we have Blake Barnett, Cooper Bateman, Jake Coker, Blake Sims, A.J. McCarron, which has been a backup most of his career, Greg McElroy, John Parker Wilson, Brody Croyle, Mark Gullion, Spencer Pennington, Brandon Avalos, Tyler Watts. And the, I mean, the list just goes on. Like, I, I literally could read this entire list. And, the, I mean, there's not a good name on here until Bart Starr and Joe Namath. So, again, nobody good comes out of Alabama. I would avoid any Alabama quarterback with a 10-foot pole. 
Tua being a little bit of an exception, obviously he looked insanely good. Mac Jones was just not on that kind of a level. So I, again, I just had to get that off my chest. As the, as the viewers here, here see the, the picture here, this is actually a leaked photo of Mac Jones. That's a real photo of Mac Jones prepping for the draft. So as you can tell, Mac Jones, Mac Jones is not high on my board. But going to the guys that I do, like obviously Trevor Lawrence, obviously Justin Fields. I actually – I would take Justin Fields over um, Zach Wilson. You know, again, going back to Zach Wilson, there's a lot of weird stuff going on with him. His uncle's actually the CEO of JetBlue, and they say he's just been handed everything his entire life. A lot of weird shit going on there. So I would stay away from him. But, again, I, I love Fields. I love Lawrence. I love Trey Lance. Even Kyle Trask, Kellen Mond, some of these That's other fun. guys. But fucking stay away from Mac Jones, please. But what what do you think? I had to get that off my chest. I agree a billion percent with Mac Jones. I've never sold on a Bama quarterback just because Nick Saban doesn't need a fire quarterback to win. He just needs a system guy. You're talking about guys like A.J. McCarron. And also, Tua, I'm not sold on him yet. I know that Dolphins fan might be mad at us, but I don't think (laughs) – That Florida guy's probably pissed. Oh, yeah. I think Kyle Trask is better than Mac Jones. He's actually, to me, the sleeper best quarterback of this class. You know, you're fat shaming Mac Jones, but Kyle Trask is 6'5", <laughs> 40. And this guy has a lot of intangibles that the combine can't really discuss and you can't point out if you're a scout. He's very versatile. And on top of that, he's quick on his feet. He's not as accurate as some of these guys, but he's just got a fucking cannon. So if the right NFL coach can, you know, work out those kings with accuracy, I think Kyle Trask is actually the best quarterback in this class, or at least the biggest sleeper as far as quarterbacks goes. And I don't really like Trevor Warren just because the media has been dick riding him his whole life. He's never faced adversity. This guy never loses. If you don't lose early, how are you going to handle losing in the NFL? It is true. I mean, it is true. They always say, you know, when you're playing golf, you want to, I mean, triple bogey the first hole, because if you don't triple bogey the first hole, it's out there somewhere. So you're going to find it. I think that's kind of, it could be the possibility with Trevor Lawrence, you know, again, never really gone on a losing streak, never really battled in in games. So maybe, I, you know, I'm not ready to say he's going to be trash yet. I do like Kyle Trask, but again, you got to go Trevor Lawrence. He's just at least a safe play at number one. So you got to go with him at number one. Um, well, what about you as far as sleepers go? Yeah, go for it. Where does Justin Fields go? Over, under, ten, top 10. Justin Fields? Yep. Oh, dude, this is – this is. I, I don't know what the bet would be, but I, it's got to easily be under 10. I mean, I, I personally actually have him – and I'm going to get shit for this. I actually have him going at two. I like him over Wilson to go at two. I think the Jets get a little crazy with it. I think they get a little crazy with it on draft night. And I think they take Wilson. If he doesn't go at two, he's going to go at three. I think no, I don't not. like no, the Niners are not. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I think, you know, with the Niners, you're seeing a lot of this stuff right now about, you know, they want Trey Lance or they want macaroni. And I don't know, maybe they're just trying to fuck with people. Maybe they, they know Mac Jones and Trey Lance have higher value. I don't know. But regardless, I mean, you still look at some of these teams in the top 10 here, you know, the Bengals, the Patriots, well, yeah, I, let me ask the you Panthers. It's because the Patriots have been saying they're going to bring in some quarterback competition for Cam. Who could they get? Who is even possible? Because, you know, most of these guys are going to be off the board. Yeah, well, I mean, I think if Justin Fields is there, I think he would be a great fit. He's kind of like a little junior Cam Newton, but not trash, not absolutely dog <laughs> shit. And I think Justin Fields would fit there great. 
So again, yeah, I mean, I don't even, there's just no chance he slips out of the top 10. I don't think he even slips out of the top seven, really top six, honestly, if I'm really looking at this thing. Um, but again, I got him at two. So you're, you might be asking the wrong guy. Um, but as far as, as far as sleepers go, I mean, what did you have for, did you have any big sleepers that you wanted to talk about? Yeah, my biggest one, and I know you're high on this guy's quarterback, but uh, Kenneth Gainwell, the running back out of Memphis, he is a redshirt sophomore, did not play this year because he actually had seven family members die of COVID, but he's a dual threat running back. He's one of those guys where the NFL has been kind of looking at because he can not only run the ball, but he can catch and not just these little dump passes. He can catch down the field. He can run. And just as a freshman, he averaged 22.6 yards per carry. I mean, how can you not pass up on this guy? Yeah, and I think that actually kind of brings me to one of my sleepers, and it's the quarterback for Memphis. You know, this guy, I know they don't play defense in the AAC, and, you know, he hasn't really faced really any defense at all. But Brady White, a guy who has looked good all year long, I mean, the guy throws for 9,000 yards a game. And, I mean, he just has a soft touch on the ball. He's actually projected to go in the seventh round, which I found strange just because, again, I, you know, at least you got to take a chance on this guy in the fourth, fifth, even sixth round. I thought it was bizarre he's going to fall to the seventh. But the, the biggest sleeper of all, and, again, I already talked about Anthony Schwartz, um, fastest 40 time. They're projecting him in the fifth round. Again, have a deep threat. I think he, go, he could go third, fourth. If he doesn't, I'm, I, please pick him up, Detroit Lions. But the biggest one for me is, is Chubba Hubbard. You know, they used to call him Chubba Hubba back in the day. He didn't like it. He got pissed off about it. Decides to run for 200 yards a game over at uh, Oklahoma State. And he's projected sixth round. The guy's a stud. He was actually sharing a lot of reps in Oklahoma State. So he's not going to be completely worn out yet. And again, sixth round, good running back. I like this guy. I think he's one of the top sleepers here in the draft. I could actually see him going much earlier than the sixth round. But other than that, I, I mean, those, those are just some sleepers that I'm just seeing fifth, sixth, seventh round. It just doesn't make sense to me. We have, a, we have to also keep in mind, though, that the NFL is all about politics, and especially draft night. You know, they bring up these stories. Well, Chubba Hubbard did have that incident with Mike Gundy where, you know, he kind of went off the rails on social media and said some things he probably wish he could take back, and then him and Mike Gundy worked it out. But – I think the NFL is so petty where they'll hold that against him. You know, that's probably why they have him in the six. But, yeah, he's absolutely a steal. Before the beginning of this college football season, they were trying to say this guy is, you know, the best player in college. I don't know how he fell down to a six-round projected. Maybe that's just because the running back position is the most expendable position. But fun fact about Chubb Hubbard, he's actually Canadian. Wow. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, I was, I was just looking up, like, to make sure this guy didn't get injured or something that I missed. And, I mean, it doesn't look like it. Um, he's been battling a little bit of an ankle injury much of the season. He missed the last three games. But really nothing to drop this guy into the sixth round. I don't know. I mean, we'll see on draft night, um, which is in just a couple of days here. So I'm super excited for it. But one thing that I just wanted to ask you just to get this thing out of the way is give me your top five picks right now. I want your one through five, even pending any trades. Give me who goes one, two, three, four, and five. Okay, perfect. Number one, Trevor Lawrence. Two, Zach Wilson. Three, I'm going to go Trey Lance, uh, just because it seems like the Niners are sold on him. Four, I got to go Kyle Pitts. I think Atlanta could use him. I think they remind him a lot of Tony Gonzalez. And fifth, at the Bengals position, I'm going to say Jamar Chase. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I just the thing with with the Bengals, I, I would agree with you most on that, obviously, except for I got Fields at two and then Zach Wilson at three. I think Trey Lance drops a little bit. Uh, probably not, probably realistically not going to happen, but it's all about taking shots in the dark. But the other one that I disagree with you is the Bengals pick there. I, they obviously they could use a wide receiver, but I think I just think with with uh, Joe Burrow's injury there, they got to go with someone on the offensive line. And the best offensive lineman in the draft is Penny Sewell. So I think they go with the offensive lineman, the big O lineman there. If, if they didn't need offensive line, Jamar Chase would be the obvious pick. But I think they stay away. I think they, they keep their guy healthy, their investment healthy. And hopefully they can have a great season. I would love to see Joe Burrow light it up again. Hopefully this guy comes back pretty good, too. I don't know when they're expecting him back. I don't know if he's going to be back at the beginning of the season. Have you heard anything? No, I have not, but it just seems like uh, Trey Lance, I wanted to say real quick, it just seems like he's that guy that every single year the media hypes up on one guy. They try to make a sleeper, a top five pick, and they try to, you know, ride this guy. It seems like Trey Lance is that guy. Uh, with him not, you know, being at a major big school, it does give me some concerns as far as the competition he's faced, but I think as far as uh, the top five, he's going to be the worst top five pick. I could see it. I could see it. Although, you know, who else came out of a non a non power conference school was your boy Carson Wentz. And that obviously panned out excellent for you guys. So, well, not quite. But um, <laughs> anyways, a, a point that I wanted to kind of talk about here is and I don't know if you knew this or not. I know both of us are pretty avid college football fans, but Asante Samuel's son is in the draft, Asante Samuels Jr., and he's projected in the first round. Have you even heard of this guy? Yeah, yeah, Florida State. I've been following this guy all year because Asante Samuel, not only a Patriots player, he was an Eagles player. I love him. I actually I actually cash up him on his birthday. I can tweet out the <laughs> screenshot. He posted on Instagram, and then he later deleted it, his cash app, and said, hey, I'm broke right now. I'm trying to get my son, you know, through Florida State, anything helps. I sent him five bucks. But Monte uh, <laughs> Samuel Jr. is a dog. He has a very uh, good opponent passer rating when they target him. But it's just hard for me to be high on some of these guys that their parents were an NFL player because then they have to live up to that, and that hurts them mentally. They have to always live up to their dad. Yeah, and I think I think you're right. They just, uh, you know, we saw, I believe it was Randy Moss's kid come out of LSU there, and I haven't really heard much from him. Maybe I'm just missing the fucking the bus here, but I haven't really heard much much from him. Um, but one one thing I wanted to talk about here because I know we're we're kind of going long on time here, but is just some of the funny names of the draft. And I mean, I, I and I thought this was fake at first. I still don't know if this is real. They're guys that are projected to go late, like probably won't even get drafted. But I guess there's this big fullback out of Arkansas Pine Bluff University, Bismo Funyuns. <laughs> is this <laughs> is this a real guy, Bismo Funyuns? What do you know about this guy? If I had to guess a position, I'm saying defensive lineman. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And then another one, I, another one is Megatroid Skittle. I mean, these have to be fake, right? Yeah, for sure. Give me another one. Megatroid Skittle. Um, who else we got? Oh, Gullius Boozler. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, am I being like, is this, am I being offensive to anyone? I mean, I don't know. Go, go, like, his name's Gullius. Imagine him at school and they're calling him Gullius. I mean, you saw who <laughs> maybe he goes by something else, though. I don't know. <laughs> you saw who committed to LSU, right? No, the coldest to ever do it, Crawford. 
<laughs> oh, that's his name on his book. I know I did. I did see that. I did see that. I thought yeah. that was um that and that's his real name too, isn't it? Yeah, his parents named him that. But speaking of parents, over under how many times Amelia <laughs> mentions a dead parent? Oh fuck. This is my favorite bet to take. Uh if I would set the over under, are we just talking first round? Because those first rounders, they they struggle with family relationships. Oh, if we're yeah. talking just first round. I'm going to say seven. I'm going to say seven and a half <laughs> set in the over under. Are you going over or under that? I'm going over. Remember when uh, this was so disrespectful with T. Higgins? Do you remember when he got drafted? ESPN showed his graphic. The first thing they said about him was his mom battled a drug addiction for 16 years. I mean, how fucked up is the media? Oh, yeah, I did see that. I did see that. And there was a couple years, too. They had that one guy. He was, I think he was like a, a defensive lineman from LSU or something. And they were talking about his, like his stats and why he should go early. And it said, I'm not even kidding. It said leads the league in dead parents. <laughs> so I, I don't know what's going on with, with ESPN during the draft time, but they go, they go crazy. Um, what about as far as some of the bets go? Did you find any fun prop bets or anything that you've put some money on? Uh, I like the over-unders for position. I don't remember them enough here to say them. I should have been better prepared. But as far as over under, hammer the Jamar Chase under. I don't care if it's that one and a half. Hammer the under. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. One that I want to just at least throw out there to you guys is Justin Fields. Again, I have him at two, so I'm already fucking putting my rent money on this one. Is Justin Fields for the for the third pick? Well, actually, I guess if he goes second, that wouldn't even hit. So I kind of got to rethink this. But Justin Fields third pick is plus a thousand. So just throw something at it, fucking dartboard this one, you know, put 10 bucks into it, put three bucks into it. He's plus a thousand. So it can't hurt. I think the Mac Jones, Trey Lance talk, there's a little something going on, a little something fishy going on there. So I think fields could go here. Yeah. And honestly put some money on the Dolphins fan who called and he said, Kyle Pitts uh, under picked at six is minus two fifty. I kind of like that. No, it was Jamar. It was Jamar Chase under six oh, and a half. Yeah. yeah. There it is. That's, and then because Kyle Pitts. Yep. And what else was it? Oh, yeah. Trevor Lawrence. This is another interesting one because obviously he's going first. There's nothing that's going to change that. He's minus like 12, 1200, 12, whatever it was. It was something outrageous. And this is one that I'm, I'm telling all you guys. I know you're going to like, oh, it's, you know, guaranteed money, guaranteed money. It's not. I was reading this thing and it said, there's a chance, and I don't know, again, I, I don't know any insider trading. This is not, I, I don't have anything to do with this. I'm not affiliated with this by any chance. But they're saying that on draft night, Trevor Lawrence could be arrested for murder. I don't, I, that's all I know. That's all I'm going to say. So who knows? I mean, if draft night comes around and, and he gets arrested for murder, do you think he still goes number one to Jacksonville? I mean, if the Cowboys are picking number one, yeah. <laughs> So, again, you got to stay away from those kind of odds, regardless of how, how tempting they sound. But, again, super excited for the draft. Fuck, man, I, I just feel like it's been so long since we talked NFL, and hey, I'm just you, ready for it. What yep. do you think the over-under for the CMU quarterback getting shot is? How many times? Oh, dude, come yeah. on. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. Way too soon. I This is a weird story. I don't know if you guys heard about this one, but the Central Michigan quarterback – he got shot off campus, and he was actually he got shot twice in the gut. And last I heard, he was in serious condition, and I think he was actually recovering, so obviously that's good. But he actually lived – I went to Central Michigan, for all you guys who don't know, 
And he actually lived in a complex that was, and he got shot in the complex that was connected to where I lived for a couple of years. So kind of a crazy story there, but I'm going to go under for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope he does recover because I know you and I did not recover from this weekend's bets. We had a lot of bad. Ooh. Yeah. And this is, this is, so I'm going to, I'm wrapping this episode up because I'm probably going to go into the bathroom, curl up and cry after talking about this, but I got absolutely butchered on those UFC bets. I mean, I bet Zhang, um, I, fuck, I'm probably even butchering that name. I, I just, I got the hot tip. I bet Zhang got killed on it, chased hard. That, that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to give you guys numbers. All I'm telling you is I, I chased so hard on Masvidal. And he wasn't even, a, he wasn't even the underdog. It was minus, I got in at minus 400. So you already know I'm putting down mm-hmm. some bread there and just got so I, and I know you did too. I mean, what was your, what was your experience? Yeah, I got so fucked up. I just, you know, got confident, made a bad bet. I don't want to talk about numbers. It makes me physically sick. I also lot a lot of money on the no runs first innings. I'm a huge no run first inning guy in baseball. Lost a lot this weekend, but I know you want to wrap this up. I just got to talk a little bit of Padres Dodgers briefly. Yeah, please. Let's do it. More problems with baseball for me. What the fuck is Will Smith doing with pink fingernails on the Dodgers? That is just, if you're a man, you should be ashamed of yourself. And yeah, I know see, this said, is, I, I got to jump in. I got to jump in because this is a great, I don't know, baseball question. This is a great, you know, I've never watched baseball a day in my life question. He's got the fingernails. It's the bright fluorescent colors because obviously he's the catcher and he's throwing down the signs and it helps the pitcher. See, I know pink, maybe a little bit of a suspect choice there. I see a lot of guys do neon green and yellow, but it's there is a reason behind it he's not he's not super suspect okay well uh, i appreciate you clearing that up also (laughs) you touched on this a few weeks ago but that new second base rule for extra innings is the dumbest rule i've ever seen oh man i don't even want to talk about that shit it's oh god what did you get did you get beat on it yeah bad because that padres dodgers game last night padres had a comeback on the top of the ninth bases loaded dodgers get out of that jam dodgers uh, go to extra innings with the Padres. Padres score because of that second base rule. And then the Dodgers get in the bottom of the 10th, bases loaded and can't walk off. It was just absolutely a shame. And also, I don't know if the Padres are the only team that breaks bats or if it's a wood bat problem, PEDs, or if I only watch Padres games. <laughs> but it seems like every time I watch the Padres games, 30 bats get broke. Yeah, they do. That is kind of strange. I've actually noticed that too. And not a lot of people are talking about it, but we, at least we know they're not corking bats, but yeah, it feels like, I mean, maybe one, maybe once or twice a game, you'll see a bat get broken. It feels like if you're watching the Padres, it's like three times an inning, anytime they're at bat. So the Padres Dodgers played like a billion times. I'm kind of getting sick of it. (laughs) I would never get sick of that matchup, but yeah, they've played. It's obviously that, that interleague matchup, interdivision matchup. Um, I don't think they play for a while, actually, after this matchup. Uh, well, they just finished it up, but I don't think they play for a while after this. So you're going to miss it. You're going to have some withdrawals. I'm telling you, that's exciting baseball. We have a lot of content coming. Stay tuned. Uh, we're making some business trips. Uh, I will be at the Sunday night baseball game, Phillies versus Mets. Keep an eye out for our Twitter uh, as giveaways will be coming for the draft. Whipple, you can tell them where to follow us. Yep, as always, you guys can follow us on Twitter at Lock In Bets and at Bad Beats Podcast. But two, we never really talk about this. We want you guys to, if you guys have the Instagram, give us a follow on Instagram. We actually just are starting to 
kind of rebrand our account a little bit, you know, fix it into kind of more what the Twitter is like. And that's going to be at Locked Sports. And again, that's the Instagram handle. And then fuck it. If you got a TikTok, we got TikTok. It's at Locked Sports again for TikTok. We're, we're posting daily, every single day. Uh, just funny shit, funny clips, funny sports stuff. So give us a follow there. But other than that, I mean, that's all I got. I, we, we talked a lot on this episode, got a lot accomplished here. Should we, if you, if you haven't pulled up, should we just say fuck it and do just one more quick question? Just a quick one to end it off. Yeah, sure. Why not? And uh, like I said, we will have the links in the description where to follow us. We are almost at 10K on Instagram. You guys, we appreciate it. And here is a last call. No idea who this is from, but fuck it. Guys, you know, it's been a long time since we've known each other between me, you, and uh, Whipple. Um, I love the show. I love the energy. I love the vibe. And uh, I just, hey, this is a guy that is, in my opinion, possibly a next fucking legend of the league, Major League Baseball, like a LeBron James in my eyes of what I've seen. I'm not an expert of baseball, but I got a lot of love for the kid. He can hit. He can pitch. He can steal. You get the walk. He's very smart. Dude, you know? what is this guy on about? What do you guys think, man? Can you even know. say who the baseball player <laughs> was? That that just sums up the locksmiths. But uh, we will. Yeah, we love you guys. I, I think that's. I, I think that's a good way to end it. Just fucking. There wasn't even really a question there. I think he was just talking. I thought he was talking about his friend, like a personal friend that he knew that was that, like he like plays t-ball with or something. I don't even know if he was talking about a guy in the league. We're gonna uh, tweet out the phone number. Also, we'll leave it in the description. Please leave more calls. We sorry we couldn't get to everybody. We we had way more than we thought we would, but we appreciate the support and keep an eye for those giveaways. As always, guys, make sure to follow us. It's been a great time. Enjoy the draft. Football's back, baby. Let's go. Peace out, guys. Peace.